Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we bring back the happy hustler, Carrie Jack. We have our just like everyone else, you know, and it's like, you have to realize the grass isn't greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. And so water your your own damn grass and, and don't worry about Cindy Lou Who or Joe Schmo online and their vacation in Cabo. Like focus on your own grass and really cultivating it, being a 10. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, the host of the Keto Camp Podcast. I'm very excited for today's episode with my good friend, Kerry Jack. He has been on the Keto Camp Podcast twice before. Episode 374, episode 166, and now he is back to discuss his brand new book titled The Happy Hustler. Now, he's on a mission to redefine the word hustle to emphasize a positive, joyful approach to hard work. Kerry also has an extensive history in the biohacking space, and we get into this conversation of our favorite biohacks, finding the right balance. We get into the benefits of cold exposure and cold plunging some of the other biohacks he has uh, done in the past, but also red light therapy, uh, some things we can do like peptides to promote rapid healing, specific anti-inflammatory diets, and other biohacks to speed up recovery and feel good. And then, of course, we take a deep dive into his new book called Happy Hustler 2.0. He discusses a concept called MVT, which stands for Most Valuable Task to Prioritize based off of something he outlines called the effective hourly rate. Now, these, these are important principles for anybody who has a job, who's a small business owner, who's an entrepreneur. This is very important for anybody who just wants to live on purpose with their purpose, which I believe is one of the most important health biohacks you can ever do. If you want energy, you don't look for it, you release it, and you release it when you are aligned with your purpose. So we'll get into his soul mapping process. Take notes. He has a whole bunch of acronyms that are a lot of fun and easy to listen to. We get into some things you can do that are practical and easy for more energy and health and vitality, like using the sun and near-infrared light. We get into other things we can do for our relationships and tapping into gratitude and being uh, very mindful and present. He has some great things he does to balance out. I don't really like that word balance, but I would say he has some things he does to master his life and his relationships. We actually recorded this podcast a day before his wife was due to give birth. And I'm happy to report they gave birth to a beautiful baby boy and I'm very happy for them. 
So we'll get into a lot more here. Before I bring them on, I just want to let you know you can get Carrie's book, Happy Hustle 2.0, over at thehappyhustle.com slash book. Let's get to today's Apple Podcast rating and review of the day. This one is from Danny1016. So informative. I've done keto on and off for three years now, and I'm constantly learning, and I love it. Ben makes it so easy to understand and gives so many new ideas regarding keto. He's made it easier for me to explain things about keto to my husband, who is new to keto. Keep up the great work, Ben. That is so awesome, Danny. Congrats to you for doing this for about three years and teaching it to your husband. I hope you're teaching it to more people. I'm very excited for you and all the people you teach this to. There is a benefit, by the way. I love that you teach this because there's a benefit to teaching what you're learning to other people. Of course, the benefit, they get to learn it too, but there's also a selfish kind of benefit. You learn it more. So this is a great little tip for all of you listening. The quicker you teach something you're learning, the better you're going to retain it, remember it, and apply it. So selfishly, when I'm learning something and I learn something new almost every single day, I want to teach it right away. Whether that's me just having a conversation with my fiance and teaching her what I just learned, hitting uh, Instagram Live, or recording a podcast. I mean, I teach it right away, teaching it to my students in the Keto Camp Academy. It helps me retain it better as well. So I love that you do that. Hey, if you have not left the Keto Camp podcast a rating or a review yet, please do so on whatever podcast platform you're listening from. It makes a big, big difference. Without further ado, let's talk with my great friend, Carrie Jack. Carrie Jack is a lifestyle entrepreneur, founder, and author of The Happy Hustle. Top 0.5% globally ranked podcast host, international keynote speaker, professional actor and model, biohacker, eco-outdoorsman, martial artist, and humanitarian striving to make a positive impact on this planet. Here is Kerry Jack. Kerry Jack, a happy hustler, a great friend of mine. Uh, This is your third time on the podcast, by the way. So congrats. Way to to come back, man. Thanks for coming back. (laughs) Dude, honored to be here. I appreciate you, man. And, uh, you know, I just love to see you. Every time we connect, it's like we just pick up where we left off. But I I love to see your progress. You know, you got the the studio is rocking. You you know, you got your business growing and, and you're really just like serving others. So I'm just, you know, grateful to know you, man. I'm grateful to know you. I can say the same thing about you. You have a baby that's coming tomorrow, less than 24 hours. I want to talk about that. I think it's important to kind of revisit how how our relationship started. I thought it was a pretty cool story. We did share it because you've been on before episode uh, 374 and then 166, but it's been, you know, almost a year since you've been on. So uh, if I could just share, you know, how I met you and how that that, that started, it was pretty cool because it was, uh, I believe in 20... 19, uh, might've been 2018 or 2019, but there was, um, you were working with Anthony biohacking secrets, yep. right? And he was yep. doing this like health influencer meetup that uh, a mutual friend of mine happened to be on an airplane with Anthony and he mentioned it to her and she thought about me. So I said, all right, cool. I'll go up to uh, Delray, Florida. It's like an hour and a half drive. I show up and you're there. Uh, you know, you show up with Anthony and we met Devin and Kyle, uh, and we just had a good time talking about what we're doing in our businesses, how to serve more people, what are your favorite biohacks. 
And man, it's been so cool to see what you've done from that. You know, you branched off and you've moved and you got married and you have a baby and you started the Happy Hustler movement. And even like Devin, right? Devin Burke, he's he's now such a great friend of mine and we hang out. He's in Utah now and he's created his Sleep Science Academy and Kyle got camera and like the cool things he's doing. And also um, Tom, right? Tom was there too. And I keep in touch with him on, on, on Facebook, et cetera. So what a cool time. What an awesome experience that was, huh? Dude, so, so true. And, you know, just, I want to echo a point here because there's a lesson within that story. And it's like, actually get out of your bubble and meet other like-minded individuals, whether it's masterminds or meetups or, you know, going to breakfast, lunch or dinner, or getting coffee or beer, whatever it is, like the magic happens offline. Really? Like, I believe that, you know, you have real friends and then you have deal friends. Right. And it's like, and I don't, I forget even who said that, but I want to give proper credit, but I don't really don't recall, but truly <laughs> think about it. Like who's your real friends. Most of your real friends you've actually met, like, especially now with AI and, you know, this technological era that is just infiltrating our every single, you know, fiber of our being, you have to get offline and really connect with people if you want to make meaningful relationships. Yeah, I'm glad you shared that. That is a very important lesson because I, I could have easily been like, eh, I just, I'm not going to drive up Friday night, hour and a half, like, nah, I don't need to do that. And I didn't need to do it. I mean, I chose to do it. So out of that came the relationship that we have, Karen, we wouldn't be having this conversation probably, you know, my relationship with Devin. So you're right. You know, it's, it's cool to step, step outside of your comfort zone, say yes to things that you wouldn't say yes to. And watch what happens, the magic that happens, because you're right. There's different experiences when you're having virtual conversations versus when you're in person and the energy exchange there. So I just love the story. I just wanted to share that. But let's talk about you. You recently got married and you also have your baby coming up uh, being born tomorrow. <laughs> what is it like? Uh, you were saying you were checking the box of adulting, right? Offline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I want to know like that transition from being in a relationship, having a girlfriend, getting engaged, getting married. W what did that do for you? What were some of the lessons that you've learned getting married and now you're about to have a baby? What are the big lessons there? Yeah, man. Well, I just want to say like, love requires effort multiplied. Like it's not enough to just have a good, you know, showing in the honeymoon stage and like hope that that's enough to keep them. Like if you want a 10, you have to be a 10 every damn day. And for me in my uh, relationship, you know, it, it's something that it took work. Like I don't sugarcoat it, you know, I don't claim to be a relationship guru or anything like that. We have our just like everyone else, you know, and it's like you have to realize the grass isn't greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. And so water your your own damn grass and, and don't worry about Cindy Lou Who or Joe Schmo online and their vacation in Cabo. Like focus on your own grass and really cultivating it, being a 10. And that's what I did. That's what Steph and I, you know, have done throughout our relationship. We figured out ways, you know, I mentioned in, in the book, actually, the Happy Hustle book, you know, the love calendar is one of those ways. The love journal, you know, focusing on shifting with perspective our mindset to have an amazing relationship. And that's really 
transformed into engagement where, you know, we, we didn't rush it. We've been together eight years and then we got married on um, our family ranch here in Montana. I rode up to the altar uh, last September full gallop <laughs> on my, on my horse with the American flag. I saw some <laughs> photos, man. That was, cool. <laughs> that was the only thing I wanted. Like I want a ranch wedding, uh, you know, on our property, riding up to the altar on my horse. You could have the rest, whatever that looks like. So, uh, but yeah, the fast forward, we, you know, uh, she got pregnant by the grace of God, a healthy baby. And, and we have a little baby boy. And by, you know, due tomorrow, like we actually have a scheduled C-section due to some, you know, minor complications, baby's breached. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's weird. You get to pick his birthday, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to this next uh, chapter of fatherhood. So that that's kind of been, you know, just the update since we've last chatted on online. Yeah, it's so cool. So is that a Virgo tomorrow? Is that the date or is it? Yeah, I believe so. Might be, yeah. I'm a Virgo. I just had my birthday on September 5th. So your baby yeah, you little did, happy yeah. hustler is going to be a Virgo like me. Happy belated, brother. Thanks, bro. You, you said something really valuable. The, the grass is not necessarily greener on the other side. The grass is definitely greener where you water it. It's so easy to look at other, not just relationships, but just other things in life and say, man, I should be doing that instead of this. And, and start comparing yourself and think that things are going to be better if, uh, you know, you had a different relationship or had a different, whatever it is, job or, or, but it's so easy to fall into that trap. And I do believe that is a trap for being unhappy to being an unhappy person instead of a happy hustler. And I fall into that trap over and over and over. And I've gotten better at be, being aware when I'm in that trap and saying, no, like, like you said, actually the grass is greener where I put energy into it and where I water it. I can make any grass green. At whatever I love and feed, it's a universal law, what you feed energy to expands. How did you develop that sort of mindset and awareness? Did you get coached on that? Was it just life experience? I, I want to know where you developed that mindset because it's kind of rare to see it that way versus most people saying, yeah, the grass is going to be greener on the other side. Let me go there. And then they're continuously searching for happiness when happiness is actually within them. They're just not releasing or being aware of that happiness. Yeah, man. Well, I don't know exactly where it came from. I, I've cultivated it over years of just my own personal development and self-improvement journey, I believe. But I call it something in relation to the more disease that is infected most people. And I, I use the term more disease because I really do feel it's a disease. We constantly are craving more money, more, you know, um, followers, more clients, more impact. And it's like, we want more love. And, and we think this grass elsewhere is what's going to give us more. But oftentimes you can shift your, your focus to, gratitude and truly what you do have. And I know it's easier said than done. Don't get me wrong. But if you want to cure yourself of the more disease, you have to practice an everyday mindset of in uh, an, an attitude truly of gratitude and focusing on everything you do have and what brings you that joy and, and fulfillment and pour into that. You can strive for a better reality in your future, right? But I'm not saying don't have goals and dreams and aspirations and work towards those. But what I am saying is, you know, be happy within the hustle. And that's how I look at it. I love that. You're right. I, I call that being gratefully dissatisfied. 
we constantly want to grow and evolve. Uh, we're, we're, spirits are always for expansion and creation. Very important. Uh, change is constant and inevitable, but personal growth is, is a choice, right? You know, we want to expand, but we also want to be grateful for the things we have achieved and the things we're currently having. I, I came across a TikTok and I don't usually get, you know, I've gotten really good at not getting sucked into TikTok because it could really waste some time. Um, but there was a video that just like, I opened up the app to just check it. And then I, this video just popped up and it, it was, um, it was like a, a motivational video, but it was really good. It was talking about like, take a moment to appreciate the relationship you have in your life right now, the things you're doing in your life right now, because in 20 years, you're going to miss a lot of the things that you have right now. There are going to be people in your life that are not going to be there. There's going to be things that you are doing now that you cannot do in 20 years. So take a moment to be grateful for that. I'm like, damn, you know, it was great because I stopped and I reflected and it put me in this state of gratitude. And I think having more moments like that, to your point, the attitude of gratitude is really where it's at. Heck yeah, brother. And I just had Hal Elrod on my podcast um, earlier today, so it's top of mind. But yeah, what an awesome dude. He talks about enlightenment and his definition is need nothing, enjoy everything and love all. And I just wanted to share that with you and your listeners and, and viewers, because I thought that was powerful, you know, need nothing, enjoy everything and love all. Like if you really boil it down, you know, that can help you put the happy in your hustle in an enlightened state. It's just, again, need nothing, <laughs> enjoy everything and love all. I love that. Yeah. Hal's great. Hey, when was the last time you bit into a juicy burger or a perfectly cooked steak and thought to yourself, this is the best thing I've ever tasted. If it's been a while, it's probably because most meat products are conventionally raised, which not only affects the flavor profile, but significantly diminishes the beneficial nutrients and minerals. And believe it or not, even products that are labeled as grass-fed or ethically raised to make you think they're high quality are often finished on grain or in factory farms, which is why I am so excited to share something with you today that will not only help you avoid the hormones, antibiotics, and pesticide residues that diminish the taste of conventionally raised meat, but could also save you nearly $1,000 over the next year on your grocery bill. And the best part, this may be the best tasting thing you've had in a long time. So what the heck am I talking about? I'm talking about Wild Pastures Meat Delivery. They provide the highest quality meats from small, regenerative, family-run farms here in the United States that prioritize sustainability and animal welfare. Their beef is 100% grass-fed. Their pork and poultry are pasture-raised, something you won't find anywhere in the grocery store, resulting in meats that are not only healthier for you, but also better for the environment. One of the reasons why me and my fiance Natasha loves wild pastures is that we can opt out out of supporting harmful conventional farming practices and instead support small family-run farms without spending a fortune. And the convenience doesn't stop there. They offer delivery straight to your door so you can enjoy delicious, high-quality meats without even leaving your house. No matter where you are in the lower 48 states, Wild Pastures has got you covered. Not only is this the most convenient way to get your meat products, but Wild Pasture meats are better for you nutritionally and they're higher in the total nutrients, phytonutrients, antioxidants, key fatty acids, vitamins, minerals, proteins, and amino acids. And today, for keto campers, for a limited time, you can get 20% off 
every box plus free shipping for life and $15 off your first box. This is a crazy deal and I hope you take advantage of it. So make the switch to Wild Pastures today and save nearly $1,000 on your grocery bill while feeling healthier and enjoying the best tasting meats of your life. All you need to do is go to the link in the podcast notes down below. Everything is already applied. All you got to do is click that link, customize your order, and you'll have some delicious, healthy tasting meats very soon. Head to the podcast notes down below, click the link, enjoy your wild pastures. Okay, let's get right back to this episode. So happy hustler. That's your thing, brother. You know, you've written a new book. It's coming out November 14th, 2023. Happy hustle 2.0. I've read 1.0. We had a whole conversation around 1.0. Let's start here. The word hustle or hustler. Some people, you know, hear that word and they think uh, probably a negative connotation. So what is your definition of that word hustler? Well, yeah, I would agree. Like the, the the term hustle and grind often gets uh, thrown around and it does have a ne- negative connotation in, in my opinion as well. Like, and I am truly anti-grind, anti-hustle. Yes, I know you are. You know, <laughs> like for me, that's why the happy's in the front. You know, it's like the happy hustle is what I'm a proponent of, you know, being blissfully balanced every single day, finding joy in the journey, right? But striving to achieve your desired dream reality, right? But make no mistake, hard work is a part of it. And that's what, you know, the hustle means is working hard, but working very intentionally, spending your time focused on I like to look at it as my NVTs, my most valuable tasks to equal my EHR, my effective hourly rate. And that's a phrase by James Shramko, my, a buddy of mine. I don't know if you know James, but EHR is really what everyone should, you know, distill their time to. So you take your, you know, your overall income divided by your actual time it's spent to achieve that income and you'll have your effective hourly rate. And so what I like to focus on is your most valuable task to equal the EHR that you desire. And so working hard, hustling, quote unquote, to get to that, you know, desired number. That's, I haven't heard that before. MVT, most valuable task equal your effective hourly rate. So once you determine that, it's easy to make decisions because if it doesn't equal that hourly rate, it's a no, or it's a delegation or a system you create to hand that off to somebody else's um, EHR, correct? Correct. Yeah. I, I love that. That's that's brilliant. Okay. So happy hustler 2.0. You know, the first one was great. And in the previous episode we did, we talked about those 10 alignments. You mentioned that that's a, a core principle in the 2.0. Maybe we could cut, let's start there. Let's, let's start with those, those 10 alignments and why did you decide to continue that uh, framework for the new book? Yeah, I mean, like, I really feel that's my life's work. I just wanted to make updates and really revise it and enrich it with science and data and case studies. So that's really why the 2.0 came to be. And there'll probably be a 3.0, you know, truly. Because, like, it's a never-ending journey of just iteration and evolving. And when you are 
really passionate about something, as I know you are, it always <laughs> seems to have areas of improvement, right? Like you can you can make it better and more impactful. So that's why we put 2.0 together. We hired an amazing team from Story Builders to help like really rework the manuscript and to really extract all the goodness from our community and what's working out there to blissfully balance your life, both personally and professionally. That is what the Happy Hustle is all about truly blissfully balance your life, both personally and professionally. And in the process of avoiding burnout, right? Because I burnt out as a tech entrepreneur. I know we got into my story a little bit in the past episodes. If they want to go back, they can, you know, but to save time, you know, we'll just kind of fast forward. Right now, the 2.0 version is still all about the soul mapping framework. Our soul, you know, our soul mapping framework is an acronym and it's your soul's map to the blissfully balanced promised land. And, and, it, and it's 10 different areas of life. We call them the 10 alignments. So happy to get into them further if you'd like, or we can go wherever you want. Yeah, I think it would be great to just recap each of those alignments, uh, just summarize them for sure. My audience, everybody listening and watching, get the book and really dive into those and apply them even more importantly. But yeah, if you could just summarize each of those alignments, that would be a fantastic. Yeah, well, really, it starts with selfless service. So the S in soul mapping starts with selfless service. And it's, you know, just giving to others. I have an acronym within an acronym. I know getting a little acronym crazy, but we talk about gift, give insight, finances, and time. So you you truly want to serve others selflessly. And, you know, inside the book, we actually have an assessment where you'll measure yourself one to five in each of these 10 different areas of life. Five is like you're crushing it. One is like you're failing. And this is like a, a legit assessment. I take my own medicine every Sunday and I'll look at where I'm lacking in the week prior and I'll prioritize change accordingly for the week ahead. So this is like a a constant practice. It's not like, oh, one and done type thing, right? So that's the S part. That's cool. I remember we did that um, assessment during the conversation last time for myself, which was pretty cool. So you do that once a week personally. Yes. And, you know, same with the happy hustlers in our community as well. And we also have like our blissful balancer, which is a way to do something every single day to track your progress, you know, in, in terms of balance. So I like really at its core, what the happy hustle is, is like a way to systematically like achieve that quote unquote work life balance, which I don't even love that term because it doesn't really make sense. If you think about it, work is a part of life, but it's a way to achieve that blissful balance. I, I don't like the term either. It's just a matter of like more alignment to your highest values, right? It's like, uh, okay, that's the S. What's the O? That's the S. The O is optimized health. So this is something that I know you're big on. And, you know, this is something that I know your audience is big on, like, you know, really optimizing your health. And, you know, again, we have a acronym. <laughs> it's called energy. So it's exercise, nutrition, environment, G is gallon and oh, R is rest, G is gallon, and then Y is youth. Sorry, I, I forgot how to spell my own acronym here. <laughs> Energy. Um, and so we really focus on those pillars of, of health if you want to optimize it. And uh, yeah, happy to elaborate further if you'd like. Yeah, because you I mean, you're like, you know, a lot of these biohacking, you do a lot of this biohacking, you've done a lot in the past. So uh, let's talk about some of your favorite biohacks. I know in the past you did a lot of like cold plunging and cold exposure. I want to hear your thoughts on cold plunging because I think there's, um, I think it's kind of a fad, meaning it's, it's I think it's overhyped. And I also see the benefits, you know, on the right amount. I'm about to get a plunge myself, but I think it's just overhyped. So you said you agree with that? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like, did you even ice bath if you didn't post about it nowadays? <laughs> <Exactly>. You know? <laughs> The, the problem with it is it, people are doing it for, for like the first time and they're doing three minutes or five minutes and then they're wiped out the rest of the day. It's like they, that, the body didn't adapt to that stressor. So you, you don't, first of all, if you're a beginner, do three minutes. Maybe you do 15 seconds, see how you feel the rest of the day. If you feel more energized the rest of the day, you found a good amount of time and, and temperature. But if you feel wiped out, you did too much. You agree with that? Yes. So do you do ice baths at all? You used to do them a lot in the past before it got really popular, but how do you go about that now? Yeah, so I do an ice bath and like heat exposure every day. We have a hot springs here in, in Bozeman, Montana that I go to work out. And then I have natural thermal water that I soak in. It's usually about 115 degrees. I'll do a steam and a sauna. And I, I just kind of alternate between cold, you know, cold water exposure and then heat thermogenesis. And, and it's like you feel on cloud nine. But I do agree. Like people abuse it and it goes, you know, you get diminished returns with just like anything in life. You know, if you're eating healthy food or, you know, if you work out too much, you'll, you'll get diminished returns. Like your body needs rest, you know? So I, I do agree with you. It is something that you have to use with intentionality and yes, I do do ice baths. Yeah. And I'm about to myself, you know, I'm, I'm getting a, a nice plunge for my backyard here. I actually have the, the founder of uh, plunge.com flying in on Sunday, this Sunday to do an interview here with me to talk all about it. So we'll talk about the pros and cons, but I, I do see the value in it if you do it the right way. So we're going to talk about that. Other than, you know, the hot, cold contrast, which I think is great. What are some other biohacks that you notice? Like when you do it, you, you feel like he's mentioned on cloud nine, you're more energized. What are some of those favorite biohacks that you've noticed a big difference from? Well, just most recently, I'll share, you know, some that helped me I play men's league soccer. I used to, you know, my goal was to play pro soccer and I got pretty far, you know, played in college and, you know, semi-pro, but I, I never could stay healthy. I tore my ACL and, you know, broke my ankle and whatever. It just wasn't in the cards for me. So I, I get after it in men's league and we just had our championship game. I'm the, you know, the captain, we were getting after it hard and got into it with the guy and he, he tackled me pretty dirty. And I, I ended up fracturing my ankle with an avulsion fracture where it pulls the bone off. And I, I tore a couple of ligaments in my ankle, my right ankle, which is not good when your wife's eight, eight months pregnant and you're expected to help out with a lot of things, right? So uh, I was on crutches in a boot most recently, but to biohack my way back to you know optimal health, I used peptides, which I know you're familiar with. I used, you know, per, mainly BPC-157, where you inject it into the skin derma. It stands for body protection compound. And I also used an infrared laser, you know, near and far infrared laser. It's a handheld laser. And then I used Discat Plus and Ligaplex to help strengthen my lig my ligaments. And so the thing I want to highlight is not just resting, you know, you've heard the old adage, you know, rice, like rest, ice, compression, elevation, like there's stuff you can do way differently that like really do help. And now I'm back literally three and a half weeks walking. I just, I'm working out. I'm out of my brace. I'm out of my crutches. The doctor recommended like, so I'm, I'm just saying this stuff works. So those are some just top of mind biohacks that I like. I love that. Yeah. I didn't realize you got injured that bad. And that's some quick recovery right there. Big fan of the red light, big fan of the the BPC-157. Similar, you know, I sometimes I'll, I get uh, into it like in basketball. I play a lot. Of, every Sunday I'll play basketball with uh, some of my guy friends uh, here in Miami Beach in a fasted state outside. And it gets competitive, right? It's, it's good. You know, fun, competitive, got testosterone going. 
and I always win, by the way, I'm really good at basketball. So it's, it's fun <laughs> for me, but yeah. from time to time, you know, sprained ankle, uh, back gets hurt. And then I'll, I'll, I'll use some red light. You know, I'm a big fan of red light. I'll eat an anti-inflammatory diet. I'll do things like you said, and I'll recover really, really quickly versus somebody else who does the old rice method. I'm actually not a big fan of icing injuries or icing. I think it does the complete opposite of what we want. It might help short term, but it'll take you longer, longer to recovery. Do you agree with that? Yeah, actually, there's a lot of science debunking the the rice method. You know, I'm not like well versed enough on the science to speak, you know, in an educated manner on it. But I, I believe, you know, you are correct. And you know, I will say this though: I was using the cold thermal uh, water and the the hot thermal water at the hot springs to, you know, to expedite the healing and swimming and you know using water recovery and rehab. So you know, just that that's the kind of stuff that I. Pre- subscribe to really less is more when it comes to biohacking. Again, like I think people, they, they get way too into the wearables and tracking, you know, their sleep with an O-ring. I get it. But what I would find personally with a lot of our, you know, high-performing athletes and, and, you know, Fortune 500 CEOs and some of these studs that we were working with is like, they would wake up and they'd have a, a sleep score for whatever reason. And then they would subconsciously psych themselves into thinking they're going to be tired all day. And then they would be tired all day. And, you know, so it's just like, I was raised very natural, you know, more into the holistic approach, you know, reaching for the herbs and, you know, the natural things rather than the Western medicine. And so that's just, you know, something that I I wanted to mention, you know, less truly is more oftentimes. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, and I, and I love the aura ring, but you're right. It could have that like placebo slash nocebo effect where, like you said, you wake up feeling refreshed. You're like, man, I probably got some good sleep. Let me check my aura stats. 67 sleep score, HRV's down. Like, oh, maybe I did it. I should be tired all day. Then I'm tired all day. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it is important to pay attention to your body and maybe use it as like some clues and some data tracking if you change things up. But don't let it determine how you should feel. Don't let a wearable determine how you should feel. I agree with that. Amen. Amen. Soccer, you know, speaking of soccer here in Miami, we have Messi and it's been crazy. <laughs> Everybody's just going crazy over Messi. He's been crushing it. Heck yeah. He's a man, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I lived in Barcelona and I, I saw him at a gas station. I, I watched him play at Camp Nou for when he was playing for That's Barcelona. Cool. The guy's the goat, man. Just It's such a, a, a joy to watch play the beautiful game. Hey, Keto Camper. There's something that I do every single day to supercharge my mitochondria to help with inflammation and soreness from a workout, and that is the use of red light therapy. This is called photobiomodulation, and there's a ton of research that shows the benefits of near-infrared and red light therapy. The red light therapy that I use is from Bon Charge. I simply use it 10 to 20 minutes per day. It has both near-infrared and red light, and every single day when I use this, I feel ready to take on my day. So whether you're dealing with gut pain, joint inflammation, or you want to just supercharge your mitochondria, get your hands on a quality red light therapy device. And I highly recommend the one from Bond Charge. They hooked you all up for being a Keto Camp podcast listener with a 15% off coupon code. All you need to do, check out this product and all the wonderful products they have available is to go to bondcharge.com slash Keto Camp and use the coupon code Keto Camp at checkout to save 15% off your order. We will drop that link and coupon code in the podcast notes. Go check it out. And let's get right back to this episode. Let's transition now to the you and uh, the soul mapping. So what's the you? 
Yeah, you is something that I know you're a big proponent of as well, which is unplugged digitally, like really unplugging. We are <laughs> so inundated with our devices, man. You, you and I both know it's like, it's a problem, especially when it comes to like brushing it with your body and your mind and really performing at a high level. And we have an acronym called BREAK. This is something that I subscribe to. Barriers, recharge, eliminate, airplane mode, and keep. So barriers simply means actually, you know, creating healthy habits, you know, 30 minutes in the morning when you wake up, don't touch your devices, you know, don't scroll on IG, just like, like have time. You could, you know, meditate, pray, journal, whatever. Uh, And then 30 minutes before bed, you know, there's a barrier, right? Recharging, like actually, you know, recharging, just like your devices need to be recharged. So do you, you know, so when they're recharging, like you do a practice that recharges you and whatever that could be, right? But something that fills your cup, eliminating, meaning like actually eliminating your devices and going on digital detoxes. You know, I like to do a 24 hour digital detox on Sundays. That way you can hit the ground running. Now, lately, just because I have a lot of prep work with this book launch and the baby coming, I haven't been doing it. But just to keep it real with you, that is a, a positive habit. <laughs> so when you do those, when you do those twenty-four hour digital uh, detoxes, uh, no phone, no TV, nothing, uh, yeah. nothing digital. But what about like reading books? Is that something that you would add in there, or not even books? Yeah, you you can as long as it's not on like a Kindle or something. I like to do uh, dopamine detoxes as well. So just and nothing, which is just pretty much yeah. 24 hours of boredom. Of boredom. Well, <laughs> yeah, not not necessarily that. You, you know, you could do a lot of fun stuff. You forget like what times were like before all this uh, other stuff, right? True, you're right, you're right. <laughs> you can go fishing, like that counts. You know, you ain't bored. <laughs> you know, you could go, you know, snowboarding. You get whatever, like, right? Anyway, airplane mode is the A, you know, really like when you're not using your device, put it on airplane mode. And, you know, especially when you do focus work blocks and then the, the K is keep, like keep your damn word with yourself and, and, and stay disciplined. Right. So like your shirt says, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Discipline, discipline equals freedom. That's exactly right. Love it. Yeah. I love that. Um, I, I do a lot of those and I could get better at that. I, I haven't done as consistently as I would like those 24 hour dopamine fast. Um, and I think it's a great idea to, to do that because you're right. We're so stimulated with all of these different things going on all over the place, the notifications and the dings and it distracts us. Uh, and it, we lose, I lose focus. You know, I could, if I have my, you know, I I'm on my MacBook here and I have my text message for iPhone thing here and I usually close that. So I don't see any alerts, but if I have it open, and I'm in the middle of doing work and I see somebody message me. It's like, there, there you go. There goes my focus yeah, right there. Yeah. It's like, is that a problem? I should go look at that. <laughs> and then, you know, it takes me like 20 minutes to get back into that flow state. So, so important. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, man. That is the U. What is the yeah. L in the soul mapping? Yeah. So the L is loving relationships, right? And, you know, we touched on it a little bit earlier, just, but like, what's it all for if you don't have love in your life, you know? And for me, I have an acronym for loving relationships. You know, we talk about the love calendar and journaling and stuff like that when, you know, to make sure that things are going good. But what what happens when things aren't going good is you need an effective way to communicate and really to um, like get through adversity. So I have the lover acronym, uh, lover stands for listen, you know, and this is, let's say it's with your partner or it could be with a colleague or someone who you have, you know, a a relationship with, but you need to first listen to them and really like, you know, hear out what, what's, what is the adversity observe their body language, right? You know, 
much of our communication is nonverbal voice, you know, then your opinion and, and really your, your perspective and then empathize, right? Empathize with what they just said and, and really put yourself in their shoes and then repair the, situa- the situation with a actual solution. I think many times people focus on the problem, the problem then expands, right? So we really need to repair with the solution orientated mindset. So that is the lover acronym that fits inside the loving relationships. And I know your audience is probably like, damn, this guy's got a lot of acronyms, but you could tell we spent a lot of time on this dang book. <laughs> so I could tell, you know, and acronyms make things easy to remember and they're fun. I, I love it. Lover. I thought that was a Taylor Swift reference. She has a popular song called Lover, by the way. <laughs> okay. I got to go, I got to go uh, join the Swifty community and, uh, you know, listen to that the, one. The, Swift, the Swifty community is insane. Like, and I say that in a good way. I, I, I think her music is great. I'm a big Swifty myself. But what I mean is like, it's like Beatlemania. Uh, I've never seen this in my, my lifetime. It's just incredible what she's doing. So, so much respect to her. She, you want to talk about like an entrepreneur that actually like hustles. I don't know if she's a happy hustler, but she definitely is a smart entrepreneur. She's absolutely crushing it. Very, she's about to become a billionaire too. So she knows what she's doing. Yeah. So just a quick note on that. So Brittany Hodak, she wrote a book called Superfans. She's actually one of the masterminds behind Swifty Mania. And like she was a marketing genius in Nashville and she wrote a good book. She's I, I, she's part of like the brand builders group community that I'm a part of. And I'm, you know, yeah, a proponent of the book. So th- there's a way to do it. There's, it's not just random, by the way. Like there's a method to the madness. Uh, that's fa- that, that's impressive. Yeah. She wrote the book Superfans. I thought the book Superfans was written by... Um... The other guy Pat, you just interviewed, Pat, Pat Flynn. Flynn. Yeah, well, he. I, I think there's multiple books called Super. Oh, Flynn, okay. So they're yeah. both called that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I got to read yep. hers. What's her name again? Brittany uh, Hodak. H O D A K. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna add that to the mix. All right. So we got the soul. What's we the got mapping? the soul part? All right. And and here's a quick thing. Like I know we went through the full assessment last time, but I just want everyone to like be thinking about like, okay. I know the first four alignments, give myself an honest score, like five is your crush name, one is your failing, and then subsequently two, three, and four. But like, think about it for you, where you're at in each of these areas as we go through them. So then the M stands for mindful spirituality, right? Mindful spirituality, like actually connecting to a higher power. And, you know, for me, I'm just going to like hit you with all the acronyms. So we have SITS. SITS is sits your ass down and, and just chill in the still. So, you know, it's C-I-T-S stands for chill in the still, right? Like, <laughs> I just think it's important to like have time to chill and be quiet and silent. Like, I think meditation like really is a beautiful thing, but a lot of people get like overwhelmed by it. I think even if though it's supposed to be calming, like, oh no, my mind's wandering. You know, and I know I have in the past where it's like, I'm not doing it right. So they don't do it at all. You know, so just like sit and be quiet and chill in the still. That's, that's like how you can tap into a higher power. And that's mindful spirituality. That's great. You're, you're right. You know, people look at meditation, like a task or something that they'll, they'll say, I'm not doing it right. There's different ways to do meditation, right? Like for me, I'll just walk with my dog and I'll, I wouldn't take a headphones. I just, you know, be with nature. It's like more of like a walking meditation. So there's different ways to do it. That works for me. Or you could just sit in a chair and just observe what's going on. So there's so many ways to do it. Yeah. Exactly, man. So then we get into the A, which is abundance financially. Abundance financially is what most entrepreneurs think is the most important thing in their life until they get it. And then they're like, oh, wow, I 
am failing in like every other area. My wife doesn't know me. My kids don't even like me. Like what's going on? Yeah. 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 Your health is crap. Like, you know, so I think it's important, yes, to have abundance financially. And I do have a, a way that you can achieve more income. And that is simply by mastering your sales sword, getting really good at helping people make decisions to either buy products and services that you created or other people created. And I have a whole roadmap system. I love sales, generated millions of dollars worth of sales just on Zoom calls alone. And it's one of the things that like I actually get asked for a lot by my inner circle to do sales pipeline consulting. It's weird. I don't even do it, but I find myself doing it all the time. So like it's uh, a thing that I feel confident talking to you and your audience about. And I'll just share the acronym for any talk track for any sales conversation. And it's roadmap. Roadmap is how you actually can walk a prospect through a buying decision and really help them make the best decision for them. And it's all about integrity and really making sure that you have their best interest at heart. But really the R stands for rapport, right? So you got to build the rapport properly. The O stands for obstacle. You have to determine the pain and where they're at right now and you know why they're in pain. The A stands for aspiration. Really, where do they want to go? And again, why do they want to go there? And then the D stands for demonstration, like demonstrate your product and service and also demonstrate the product and service success for other people that you know have went through it and leveraged social proof and, and testimonials, right? So that's the road part. Now we get into the map part, which is match. You have to match people with the opportunity. Most people will just, oh, give me your money. I'll take it. I can help everyone. But if you don't properly match, you will be fulfilling services to the wrong clientele, which will suck you dry, man. There, You know, energy vampires. So you have to match people and properly qualify. The ask is really coming to the sale and being like, hey, is there any reason you wouldn't actually take action on this today. And they'll tell you if you didn't properly, you know, bust their objections with what I like to call objection busters throughout the pitch, then you'll have to bust them there at the A part when you ask them. But that's, you know, a very important part. And then the poll, you know, poll is really the ethical scarcity and urgency key there being ethical, right? I much rather pull some in with an amazing bonus or real actual scarcity of a product or service than manufactured scarcity. And I always like to, you know, end with something around the lines of like, whether you do this or not truly isn't going to change my life one percentage point, Uh, but I know it will change yours, you know, and you get into the leverage switches from like needing the sale of desperation and commission breath to really one of service and just kind of, again, pulling them into the opportunity with ethical scarcity and urgency, whatever that may be for your offer. And I do recommend a conditional, you know, money back guarantee on all your stuff so they know and can buy with that peace of mind. So that's just like high level 30,000 foot view of how you can make more money, but it's the roadmap. That's really good. I mean, that's good advice from coming from somebody who's done it. And you said millions of dollars of sales over Zoom. Uh, sales has for some people like this icky feeling, but it's 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 the lifeline of, of your growth and abundance. If You're always being sold. You're either being sold to make a decision to do it or to not to do it. Um, it's just important if you have an, a program, a service, a message that you actually know could help the person, it is your obligation to get to influence them in other words other than sales if you want to call it to influence them to take advantage of it so i'm with you on that it's just i think the reason it's gotten such an icky term is because some people take do it the wrong way they don't do it the authentic way that you mentioned exactly man yep you have to have integrity throughout i always use the frame like i want to sell 
to you as I would want my own mom to be sold to. That's good. You know, yeah. or dad, you know, like in like really from that frame. That's good. Okay. We got, uh, we're at the P, the first P in the soul mapping. First P. Yeah. Personal development. So I know this is something you're huge on, man. And, you know, personal development for me is like, you're either growing and evolving or you're shrinking and dissolving. Right. And I have our 30, 30, 30 method for guaranteed growth. It's not technically an acronym, but you know, it is a system within the system, right? So it's uh, morning, 30 minutes of reading, afternoon, 30 minutes of listening, and then evening, 30 minutes of watching all inspirational and educational content. And that's it. Like if you do those three things, those 90 minutes of, you know, guaranteed growth, you will be evolving. And truly a key piece here is like inspirational and educational content, like watching a rom-com doesn't count. Okay. (laughs) So you have to think about like what you're putting in your subconscious and conscious brain and and it all has an effect. And the reason I like the, the different ways to acquire that knowledge is because, you know, it hits the brain centers differently. And so a lot of people learn in different ways. And that's why I like those different verticals. That makes sense. I I love that tip that that I I believe for those who take action with that, like let's say you do 30 days in a row, that 30, 30, 30, you're going to be an entirely different person. You're going to be happier, healthier. Your relationships are going to change. It's so crucial. And then when you're doing the 30 minutes of morning reading or afternoon listening and um, evening watching, turn off the phone. That's when you turn off airplane mode. That's when you go back to that other uh, lesson we learned as well. So 30, 30, 30 is brilliant. I know that it'll change lives for those who take action. So everybody go take action on that. Okay. That's the first P, personal development. Uh, before we move on to the second P, before we get there, I know this is a hard question because if I was asked this question, it would be difficult for me to answer, but what's your favorite personal development book? Oh, well, The Compound Effect is like my go-to. Yeah. You know, because it's like, yeah, Darren Hardy really crushed it with that one. And I just think everyone needs to read it. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a great book. Okay, Darren Hardy, Compound Effect. It's a classic and uh, it'll change your life. I agree. Yeah. All right, second P. Second P, passionate hobbies. And, you know, this is one I find a lot of high performers lack in. Truly, you know, they give to their their family, their clients. They give to, you know, their prospects even, their team, but they don't give to themselves. And like passionate hobbies, for me, gets treated on the calendar with the same equal importance as it would my date night with my wife or a podcast with Ben. It's not like, you know, oh, this is just a meeting with myself. I can cancel, which a lot of people do. You know, it's really, it, it has that type of importance. And, you know, for me, I love fly fishing, horseback riding, snowboarding and practicing martial arts and doing, yeah, soccer and all sorts of stuff. And for me, again, it comes down to the four factors of fun. So again, I'm not going to hit you with an acronym, but it's the four factors of fun. You just ask yourself these questions. One, does it bring me joy, right? Two, will smiling and laughter ensue? Three, do the others involved raise my vibration? And four, will I grow? And if you answer yes to those like four different questions, you'll have fun (laughs) and it will be meaningful and you will be prioritizing passionate hobbies. And, you know, we get into like inside this, this actual alignment chapter, we talk about how to find a new potential passionate hobby. And like, you know, I I get into a whole curriculum because it's like, it seems intuitive, but it's not. You know, like actually picking hobbies that you want to do and can grow from because it really does create that space to reflect to grow. And also I find passionate hobbies, like 
they have a ripple effect on your overall income. Like, cause you'll be creative. Like if you're doing like an art class and you can like, Oh, this could be a, like a new logo for my, uh, side hustle. And it's like, then it starts, everything just starts to happen when you give yourself space and to, to really have fun. So anyway, that's the P. Yeah. I love that idea. And then, you know, when you, if you could find also a passionate hobby that also involves like exercise and uh, turning your phone off, then you're hitting the other alignments at the same time. You're like, you're getting all, it's like trifecta or even more than that. So you could, you could kind of customize it that way, can't you? Amen, dude. You nailed it. I love it. Okay. We have one more letter left, which is, oh, actually not one more. We have, it's mapping. So we have three more letters left. Um, I. Yeah. Two more, two more. Impactful work and then nature connection. So impactful Ah. work is, you know, really like something that you and I are, we're doing right now. Right. And, and I find uh, too many people aren't doing it. And it's sad to me, like it's actually crazy. 79% of employees are actually said to be disengaged and unhappy with their work. Like crazy three out of every four. This is not me. This is studies from Gallup state of the global workplace study. And it's like crazy to me that people will sacrifice their soul and we'll spend in our lifetime 81,000 hours working. It's like, aside from sleeping, this is the activity we will do the most. So why wouldn't you do something that's impactful, right? Like it blows my mind, but it, it, it happens all the time. So for me, we have the hustle dote. This is a very, <laughs> you know, this is a formula. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rattle it off, but it's preparation plus execution divided by time and energy equals the hustle dough, right? And so preparation plus execution plus time and or divided by time and energy equals a hustle dough. And then the hustle dough times persistent consistency equals results. So that's how you actually win with your impactful work. And, you know, we talk about in the book, money and happiness and the correlation. We talk about, you know, how you can actually infuse your passion, which is like that inward calling on your heartstrings. I know it's a cliche buzzword, but then that purpose with that outward serving mission to actually make a positive impact using the hustle dough. So again, we're going high level here, but if people are called, you know, they can, they can get a copy and go deeper. Hustle dough. I love that, man. That's, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Nature's connection. Yeah. Nature connection, bringing it home. You know, nature connection is something I think a lot of people are even lacking into. Nowadays, we just are so disconnected from our food, from our environment, from really just Pachamama in this beautiful planet. And I really think it's more than just connecting with nature, but oh, by the way, protecting it, right? And really being a conscious consumer, supporting ethical, sustainable companies like B corporations and really allowing our future generations to enjoy this planet as well by being very intentional with our practices in our own businesses, in our own daily habits, right? So not only getting outside and going for a walk 15 minutes, right? That's a, you know, a great thing, but we talk about the three P's, you know, this is the triple bottom line and this actually isn't my framework, uh, but it is one that I love to highlight. The triple bottom line is people, planet and profits, right? So if you can have your business serve the cross section of those three, you'll be hitting the triple bottom line, people, planet and the profits, right? So that is, you know, something that I'm a big proponent of and that's what Nature Connection is all about. I love that. Ah, that's so true. People, planet, profits, the triple P right there. So we got through the soul mapping. The book is going to take a a deep dive into these principles, 
not don't just read the book for sure read it but apply the principles take action that's where you're actually going to get the results that you want the book carries out this uh, november 14th 2023 if they go to the happy hustle.com slash book they could pre-order it now is that the right re- website yeah yep you could pre-order it and if you do pre-order it and you just put your receipt in there you'll get like over $300 worth of bonuses. We did like, we really poured into the bonuses. We got workbooks, we got like master classes. We got all sorts of cool like resources to really help people like implement this stuff, as you said. Awesome. Everybody go get the book. I have one final question for you, Carrie. You mentioned the attitude of gratitude. I call gratitude vitamin G, strongest supplement in the world. It, uh, anti-inflammatory, fat burning, Great for the brain, great biohack. So what are you most grateful for right now? <sighs> this little baby boy and uh, my beautiful wife who is uh, bringing him to the world. Like I'm so giddy, excited, nervous, all these crazy emotions running through me. And I'm just so honored to uh, to be a father. And, you know, I want to be the most present and, you know, truly just like loving, kind strong father I can possibly be to raise a conscious human that 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 makes a positive impact in this world and who's a happy hustler yeah yeah for sure it's a beautiful bro I'm excited for you and your wife and uh the the baby boy the little happy hustler I can't wait to meet him uh Carrie I acknowledge you bro for what you're doing in the world how you show up uh, amazing energy enthusiasm the book Sounds incredible. I'm getting my copy very, very soon. I get to have an advanced copy. Yes, I read the 1.0. Now it's time for the 2.0. Everybody go get the book. If you're also listening on on the podcast version, share where they could find more about your podcast and where else they could follow you on social media, Carrie. Yeah, man. Yeah, you, you know, Ben rocked the mic on the Happy Hustle podcast in the past, and we're going to have you on again uh, in the future, so I can't wait. Um, but yeah, the Happy Hustle podcast, if you like podcasts and the uh, other place, you know, you can check out Carrie Jack on, you know, social media, wherever you you could just kind of type in Carrie Jack. I think our Instagram is, yeah, it has underscores in it, Carrie underscore underscore Jack. But um, yeah, man, that's a good place. And, and thank you again, man. I'm, I'm so honored to uh, call you a brother and, and just to rock the mic with you and to um, watch your journey and to support it however I can. So thank you again. Thank you, bro. We'll do round four in the future. Congratulations. Thanks for coming back to the show, dude. Thank you. I hope you love Kerry. He's so much fun. He's got a great heart and go get his book. I really believe it's going to make a big difference for you. Thehappyhustle.com slash book. Will you also put a social media down below? Go listen to my previous interviews with him. Episode 374, episode 166. If you want to get more of Carrie in your life, which I believe you should, please share this episode with a friend. Consider leaving it a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening from. And if you want to watch the video interview, it's on youtube.com slash Camp. I love, I appreciate you. Vitamin G for you. I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. 
This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.